0: Welcome to Be Simply. This is she, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are diving into the transition a little bit deeper from winter to spring and summer to fall. We are living on a planet called Earth and we have seasons and the hope behind why I prepare these broadcasts are to inspire you to dive deeper into the physical food that you put into your body and to welcome you to identify where you're living in the world and how to adjust your eating based on what's available in the season and based on the climate and to really honor that. And when we do this bit by bit, there's subtle adjustments. You will start to be begin to live in harmony with nature yourself and remain in balance. The imbalances won't be as great. Now interesting enough I'm a little tight this morning (laughs) and I was laughing because towards the winter season in Chinese medicine it is encouraged to eat a little bit of dairy products and so forth but they do create some congestion and actually I had I don't usually eat that much cheese but I do love cheese. I had some last night that was pretty much beautiful treat (laughs) I can feel I'm paying the price so this is an example that your our body tells us pretty quickly especially when we introduce foods that we don't normally have all the time or there's a wide variety obviously of cheeses for example and so they could be riper they could depending on how they're processed this was from an organic sustainable farm up in northern California so good quality cheese but The dairy was a little too much because it, you know, I probably should have ate half of the quantity or the portion that I had. So that gives us an understanding based on how we relate to food. If you keep your diet a little bit simpler, it's easy to notice where you have maybe introduced something and it's shifted your constitution. And then you can bring it back into balance. So today would not be a great day to have more cheese. It would be a great day to have more green leafies and vegetables and so forth. And ironically enough, I did have a beautiful kale salad with that cheese. So anyways, do the best that you can. So we are at this transition globally. We're going to flip again from yin to yang and yon to yin. We're always in this dance and this beautiful dance I was thinking about the other day is not just One side of the globe is doing one thing and one side of the globe is doing the other. This internal dance is always happening. We just have an opportunity to really nourish another aspect of ourself. And in addition, in accord with Chinese medicine, there are always yin and yang imbalances. Say we're in a yang season, there's still a yin and yang influence. So you can't just say, oh, that's a yang um, disharmony. It might be like, let's say for the for the lungs, so let's use that as an example, the allergies might be more dry or wet, in, and that would make them more uh, a yin or a yang influence, and then you would use those counter-principles to help dissipate and reharmonize the system. So it's not just straight out, like just do that or the other, but you can start to feel into it and notice what is going on. If the skin's dry, you need more moisture, you need more oils, need more water if there's stagnation in the system you actually might need more oil in the system and water to help get the system running uh, in harmony so with all that being said uh, this transition is a great time to start to clean out the physical temple and your environment around you and being that I did some investigation because I was a little curious because these these solstices were placed like uh, quadrants on our annual cycle. Now, when we look at the lunar cycle, it's spiraling. So there would be 13 moons, which really are only really revered um, in a calendar setting. There were about three different calendar settings, but 13 down in the Maya, they were considered the timekeepers holding the time. And even when we have lunar calendars in Chinese medicine or Chinese culture and Tibetan culture, they still use 12, like the Zodiac calendar of 12. So I was doing some analysis this weekend because I always like to know what's really happening. I was looking at the shortest day and the longest days last year in 2019, and they did within a three-day span locate close to that 21 that's used in March, June, September, and in December. So they're pretty close proximity. And again, that little three-day shift gives us an interesting approach. And then if that 13th moon, which gets captured in the 12-month calendar because we have 30 or 31 days or 29, that's how it gets captured in there. You would just actually have shorter months. So it can be a little confusing because this Gregorian calendar was placed on top of it. Uh, But so right now we're already having signs of spring in northern hemisphere we have flowers we have things budding up uh leaves coming back on the trees so these are indicators here in california we're having uh, strawberries appearing so it's super exciting time those are indicators spring is arriving and out at hopi they had a really powerful bean dance it's a time of fertility things sprout up and they welcome in the seeding of their crops as soon as Mother Earth thaws the ice and the frost. So, we're here at the end of February, the beginning of Tibetan New Year, and this is an opportunity between now and that 2021 20, 22 date in March to create a beautiful transition by cleaning out the internal system. So, great time for cleansing, also cleaning out your home and cre- cleaning out your kitchen. Creating an environment, getting rid of the old foods, old grains and flowers that are maybe rancid, and preparing yourself for a nice, new, clean se- season. And it's it's nice if you give yourself a little bit of space. In Tibetan culture, you would have done this all before today. Um, I'm partially there myself. So, but if you think about if we continually think about cleaning our inner system, that helps bring it into balance. Now in yoga principles and Ayurveda and even Chinese medicine, sometimes that can be taken a little bit to uh, an obsessive point, I would say, because once you discover, like, wow, people kind of take it to the nth degree. So I'd like to remind people, if you are out there eating a clean diet, you exercise regularly, you have a spiritual practice or a meditative practice, that you don't necessarily have to go to an extreme with cleansing and you might evaluate that is it more regenerative are you doing a more of a nutrient boost and are there other aspects of your body that you're filling with toxins such as caffeine drugs alcohol sugar uh, fried foods fast foods on a regular basis are you doing that more like a binging and purging kind of thing and then using the cleansing to counterbalance that habit now if that's the case I really want you to encourage you to like see if you can omit that habit. And as in Christian faiths, they'll use this time of Lent that's coming up. I'm not exactly sure when it's happening this year. I think it's coming up soon is that <clears throat> Lent is usually a time to subtract from the lifestyle, maybe add in good habits and then subtract. So a lot of times people will give something up for Lent in honor of their faith. In addition, I've seen people do good deeds during that time, that forty-day period. So, if we use this idea that spring is ready, we're preparing our soil, we're preparing our environment to grow new food. That we have to clear away in order to do that. So, if inspired, I would ask you to look around and see where you're at. Like, are, do you have a habits that come and go that aren't so serving or do you not really understand the nature of the habits and if you don't then I would recommend during this period of leading into that official spring but it feels like it's already here uh to really reflect what can I pull away and interesting enough uh, springtime is the energy of the liver which offers us the opportunity to uh honor the liver and then also the gallbladder. So the yin and the yang to that is the yin channel uh, is the liver and the yang channel is the gallbladder. And then we're also bringing some attention to sight and what happens in the spring. There's all these great flowers and fruits and vegetables to look at. A lot of colors coming back in a wide variety of colors, so it's just such a beautiful, beautiful time to really engage with the world around you. Now, typically, as I mentioned before, there's an energy that comes up that creates um, uh, anger, a shouting, a yelling, there's a lot of excitement because that energy is rising up from the earth, and so this period of time is a beautiful opportunity to practice patience. So, two things. I would really welcome you to sit back and evaluate what your intake of food is. And do you have any habits that are high in toxicity that you take in And on the physical food? This week on our self-love, we'll talk about taking in toxicity from our, our inner self, our self, and relationships around us. But are there anything that you take in that's high and toxicity or as a binge kind of mentality where you go really extreme for certain foods or certain um, toxins that aren't helpful to your system. So that sets it off. Um, it's hard to like bring it back into balance. So once you evaluate that, it might be that you decide, hey, why don't I omit that habit and just set a goal till March 21st? Or through Lent, if you uh, practice the Christian faith, wherever it might be, there's many faiths that have different traditions during this time of year, and you might just sit there and evaluate, hey, what's going on, because you will have the urge to do it, and then you can really sit back and say, why am I grasping for this, and you can substitute another habit. In addition, your goodwill to self and others might be uh, to practice patience with yourself and others so if you practice these two things maybe a little restraint and patience with self start with self a lot can be revealed to you during this transitional season and if you look at fall and spring and spring and fall as transition seasons leading up to the full yang and the full yin and that they're really special times that you can get clear clear out let go all those powerful beautiful things And if you give yourself enough space, which is really important in the Tao, that element we forget is to create space. Oftentimes we're so quick to demand responses, to want people to give us feedback or to give people feedback that we don't create space to let ourselves sit and meditate with what the instinct, what instincts or messages are coming through for ourselves, or even where we want to redirect our attention So, if inspired, I would like you to start there as two simple practices for this next lunar cycle just to step back. I guess it's three simple practices. Start to eliminate uh, things from your habits that you're putting in your body. Use a little restraint, those two will work together. And then um, to really practice patience with yourself just to see if you can be Gentle with yourself, especially when you notice these habits are coming up and you want to do them. And from there, you'll have a greater awareness as to why you maybe fill your body with food that's not nourishing, substances that aren't nourishing, and uh, maybe even activities, which we'll dive deeper into this week, that aren't nourishing. And if every moment of each day was dedicated to benefiting, Our well-being and the benefit of other people's well-being we would be a well society however right now we encourage each other to choose the fast way to check out to numb out instead we have the opportunity to see what's on the other side of that it doesn't mean that you can't savor and enjoy some of these things that are created on planet earth but if you bring them into a more holistic perspective the relationship with that which you put in your body completely changes and then it's not going to be something that you grasp at and need to calm down, to numb out, check out avoid, all those things. It becomes something instead that, ooh, how can I nourish my well-being today and what choices will benefit that well-being? Now, what I'd like to do is transition there because as you do this there's two things that we're gonna be uh, gently coming down from and that means that to recapitulate back how you've nourished yourself over the winter season what foods have worked for you what haven't where you notice that uh, you were out of balance and I would love for you to create a summary of what you recall during this winter season super important Put the date on it. This is something that you could even seal off in an envelope and save for next fall or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere next spring if you're coming off of summer as a reminder because we will repeat certain things historically. We'll go to certain foods. We'll go to certain experiences annually. And so if we have that relationship with what is, then we can shift our energy from there. Also, what I'd like to do is encourage you to think back to last fall or spring and remember what maybe your lessons were, where there were changes and shifts, and how you nourished your well-being. We're talking physical food on this segment, or you did not, where you might have overabided in things uh, or not. And so then ask yourself, what is my perfect balance? What is my perfect harmony to retain that through this next season. That information will be super helpful and you typically can boil it down to a couple things like, oh, I overindulged in this, this, and this. And even if you can cut that back in half, that would be of benefit to you and others. So see what happens from there. Create a evaluation of how you did this past season we're coming out of wherever you are in the world and how you did how you can remember see if you can recall what was happening last spring or fall for you and that way you can say oh this came up this came up this is how i responded with food i was really stressed last year at this time and so i didn't take care of my nourishment Ooh, maybe if i proactively take care of my nourishment this year even if i have some of those things come up again this year I'll be more balanced and in harmony with self so that I can address them and meet them in a beautiful way. Now the final thing I'd like to do is for encourage you to go to your local farmer's market or market if inspired and look at the new foods that are coming into season and see what colors and things jump out at you. They're starting to transition. Uh, there will still be things available from our fall to winter harvest and spring to summer harvest. And those things are good staples to keep in the cupboards or around, being that you can still see pumpkins, squashes. I still have some in my own kitchen, so it's a good time to start cooking those, uh, gathering the seeds so you can plant them this summer or next summer. Uh, so, really, Take a little outing, take a little adventure, and see in the fresh food section that could be vegetables, beans, fruits, and even if you abide in meat products. See what and seafood. See what jumps out at you, uh, so what your body is noticing, without even having to buy anything. Go in there well fed, so you don't impulse buy, and just notice and say, "Oh wow, I'm really gravitating towards." avocados or strawberries or whatever's in your market and just make a little mental note of that. I would even encourage you not to get anything in the store come back and then compare what you did last year at this time and what your body's yearning for and then start to think about uh, how you'd like to shift up your diet as you enter this new season and if you want assistance with that I do seasonal cleansing in addition I help create uh, recommendations for a uh, dietary uh, program that you can influence your system in a way that will help rebalance it, so uh, basic nutrition s- strategies with recipes that you can put in. It can be in, as in-depth as you like or as simple as you like uh, because ultimately I guide people to learn how to listen for themselves but in the beginning, especially if we're out of balance, it's good to Bring that into balance and then work from there. So that's how we're going to wrap it up today for this food alchemy transition. I welcome you to practice patience, subtract the things from your life that don't serve your well being that you're nourishing yourself with, practice restraint in that process, and then go to your local market or farmer's market, see what's coming in season, make a note of that, and then do a recapitulation of where you are at this past winter or summer and last spring and fall and see just by having that summary there what you learned about yourself what you're ready to do for this year and if you can build upon that wisdom that maybe you subconsciously or consciously created for yourself from there we'll talk deeper about this next week and if you need anything please feel free to reach out to s at s-u-z-a-n-n-e t-o-r-o dot com and you can follow on instagram at om she toro or mind you food or at be simply love three places just go to my website you can see them all there and have a beautiful day enjoy this new season coming in sip it up feel the air the environment and what it reflects to you until next time this is she signing out with full heart a soft gaze a deep bow and a namaste. Be simply